Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 21st of September, 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. So let's get into it with story number one. The S&P ASX 200 closed down 1.4% today to 7,065 points after an absolutely brutal trading day. It ended at lows that we have not seen since early July. There was red ink right across the board. The sector's hardest hit were financials and energy. Commonwealth Bank, NAB, ANZ and Westpac were all down more than 1.5%. The worst performers of the majors were Sayona Mining down 11.4%. Link Administration was up 3%. Qantas had another difficult day with shares down 0.4% to an 11-month low. Chairman Richard Goiter said that he wouldn't step away from the airline and claims that major shareholders are supportive of him and new CEOs. Vanessa Hudson, but major super funds have actually hit back. The Australian Council of Superannuation Investors, who we speak to regularly on Fear and Greed, they represent the top funds and they say border management are yet to show clear accountability for the litany of recent issues. Story number two, two companies both coming up against the competition watchdog. This is an interesting one. Transurban fell 3.7% today after being knocked back by regulators uh, from buying Melbourne's Eastlink toll road. Now, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission found that it would likely lessen competition for any future toll roads in the state. If it had acquired the road, it would have had a monopoly over pay-to-drive roads in the city. The incoming Transurban CEO will now need to decide whether to appeal this decision in court. And BWS owner Endeavour Group has also taken a hit from the competition watchdog. It wanted to buy Rye Hotel, but the hotel has a thirsty camel as part of it. So the ACCC denied the purchase, saying the Rye BWS and the Thirsty Camel are the two biggest bottle shops in the area. As a result, Endeavour shares fell 1% today. On to story number three, the Australian Council of Trade Unions price gouging inquiry has kicked off in Canberra. Former competition watchdog chair Alan Fells is leading the public hearings. He says that some price rises are absolutely connected to rising costs on business, but not all, and he's digging into what is driving price rises, particularly for essentials and the increasing margins for some big businesses. He's eager to find out where within those supply chains that any price gouging might be occurring. Supermarkets, energy retailers, and airlines are among the specific businesses that he wants to inspect in more detail. An interim report is due at the end of the year, and he says he's going to name and shame businesses that he finds to be price gouging, of course, provided there's enough evidence. Story number four, industrial action at three LNG sites in Western Australia is continuing, ushering in the first big test of new industrial relations rules. Mediated discussions between Chevron and the unions have broken down, meaning they'll head to the Fair Work Commission tomorrow. Chevron wants the commission to declare it intractable bargaining, and this would mean an arbitrated decision is made to resolve the dispute and end the industrial action. Now, this will be a major test of the rules. It's the first time the Albanese government's intractable bargaining rules will have been used, and it may take weeks to come to an arrangement. 
Finally, story number five, battery manufacturing operations are being launched in Detroit by none other than Aussie billionaire Andrew Forrest. Fortescue Metals Group is looking to build electric vehicle battery systems and components at a 400,000 square foot Detroit facility. The iron ore giant is looking to diversify into the green energy space. We've talked about that a lot. And this is a huge step that will help supply its electric ore mining truck fleet. Now, CEO Mark Hutchinson said that federal tax credits and incentives from the US state of Michigan are helping support the costs for the project. Fortescue is, of course, a major greenhouse gas emitter due to its function as an iron ore producer, but it is intending to stop buying carbon offsets and is on a path to decarbonize. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday, the 21st of September, 2023. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.